What is up, cast, die, country? It's your pal, Mark. Listen, if you can hear the sound of gently lapping waves or the bellowing of drunken tourists, it's because I'm coming to you live from Isla de Mujeres, Mexico. I'm down here for a wedding, and I just got through riding dolphins, and I'm sunburnt to hell, but I am extremely happy to be taking a minute out of my vacation to talk to you guys, because there's some really cool stuff I want to announce. Okay, first of all, listen, it's been too long. We miss you guys. So listen, keep your ears peeled because we have some more sweet, sweet TTRPG content coming to you soon. You'll be seeing some of your old favorite characters and maybe meeting a few new favorite characters. Now, number two. Number two, speaking of sweet, sweet TTRPG content... I am super stoked to announce that the new audiobook I just finished narrating is now available in the Audible store. It's called Oathbreakers Anonymous and is written by one of my new favorite authors, Scott Warren. The book is really fantastic, and you don't have to take my word for it. Go out to the uh, Amazon reviews right now. It's only been out there for a, a month or so in book form, and it's already just stacking up glowing reviews. And after you've checked out those reviews, go buy the audiobook so you can be one of the first to give it a glowing review and I can put my future kids through college. I appreciate it. They will appreciate it in time. Uh, Here is a short description of the book. As champion of the goddess of fate, Marluk had it all. Fame, power, status, until his divine favor was stripped while fighting a freakish fledgling god-beast. He somehow became an oath-breaker, a reviled fallen paladin, scorned by all, a sentence from which most never recover. Bereft of his powers and cast down lower than the cobbles, Marluk stumbles across the Oathbreakers Guild, where other ex-holy warriors like himself meet weekly and share their woes amid cheap ale. It helps for a time, but when a stranger in the group whispers of four holy sites where other Oathbreakers found favor once more, Marluk is helpless to resist the siren song of renewed succor within the fold of his goddess. But when a stranger in the group whispers of four holy sites where other Oathbreakers found favor once more, Marluk is helpless to resist the siren song of renewed succor within the fold of his goddess. Together with three eccentric paladins of wildly different faiths, each with demons of their own, Marluk sets out on a do-or-die quest to find favor once more. That's pretty awesome, right? Yeah, I know. it's, It's a really, really awesome book, and I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy it. Uh, and... Before we go, how about another little preview? I'm going to go ahead and play for you guys a five-minute excerpt from uh, the beginning of the book where uh, our hero, Marluk, is learning about the beastie that is besetting a dwarven village in the mountains. Here you go, pals. Please enjoy. In the height of summer, in the deepest freeze, I waited to do battle with a god. Ling. Godling. Most of the way to a god. Hadn't quite earned himself that capital G. More, 
I just waited for the damnable mayor of Barrybrook to bugger off somewhere and let me hit something very, very hard with a big, solid stick. The whole town is evacuated, right? I looked down at the mayor. Right? The mayor wrinkled his cap between his thick fingers, oddly husky for a dwarf and for a mayor, which made him damn near spheroid. He had to shout to be heard over the unseasonable snowstorm blanketing the mill town. Adam, not exactly, said Marlock. I ran a hand over my braids, and for what felt like the thousandth time that year, I said, it's just Marlock. Granted, there are a lot of lofty titles that follow Marlock. Marlock of Kalish, Marlock the Chosen of Skane, Marlock Fatewalker, Marlock of the Loom and Shuttle, Marlock of the Church of Fate, Death and Rebirth, Marlock of... You get the picture. So many fate-damned titles, but never once had my name been led by a sir. Explain and be quick, I said, patience wearing thin. Fate take him, this mayor might find himself tumbling down the mountainside if he didn't get to the point. Might collect enough snow as he rolled to grow big as a boulder. Probably wouldn't stop till he got wedged in a valley. Well... Need, need. A few of the kits have gone to ground in the town somewhere. Now, twixt ye and I, there's no shortage of the little devils about the clan, but their folk are, ahem, understandably upset, sir. I took an unsuccessful calming breath. Understandably, I ground out through clenched teeth. A lost cause, trying to escape, sir. I suppose you see a half-orc encased in a half-ton of enchanted armor with silver flaming skulls on the pauldrons, spikes on the shield, and a voluminous cape of roiling mist, and you just naturally have to assume that somewhere along the path to all that shiny, someone got the idea to grant him a knighthood. You'd be wrong. Temple perks for being a paladin of Skane. As were the divine authority and the fate-imbued strength and the banded and riveted holy smite stick on my back. What can I say? It's good to be a paladin, until you have to start pulling arses out of fires, or blizzards in this case. By way of example, the town of Barrybrook, i.e. here, a group of very stupid dwarven prospectors came down from Quartzhold, over by the bastard's knobby spine, to look for minerals on the other side of the Shadowveld. They stumbled across an arable tract crosswise of a swift river and a mountain pass up in the Daybreakers. They didn't find any minerals, but they did find a grove of apple trees. Well, when life gives you apples... Find a way to crush them into booze, and, instead of having the sense to keep on, they settled down, and built a mill and a wheel to turn apple mash into silver. However, they also decided, rather unwisely, 
to hunt boar in the mountains some hundred and two dozen odd years later where a nascent god-beast with a bad temper had an eye out for sinners. It had started to snow three days later, right after the summer solstice. Not a lot of forethought involved in that one. No concern for causality. But then, that was fate. And it was why I'd come.